0: Welcome back to the program, friends. James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com. You're tuned into Questions for Corbett. And this week's question we're going to take from a previous edition of the Questions for Corbett series in the comment section, where a Corbett Report member and frequent contributor to the Corbett Report comment section, Home Remedy Supply, asked the question, Mr. Corbett, I am curious as to some of the cultural, societal, economic changes you have been noticing in Japan with the declining population. And then he points over to an article on QuartzQZ.com Over 13% of the homes in Japan are abandoned, which has some interesting statistics uh, that help flesh out this trend. It says, Japan's population is shrinking. Last year, it fell by nearly 450,000 people. Not since records began in 1899 had so few babies been born, 921,000. Before that, 2017 had also set a record. Meanwhile, the number of people passing away last year set a post-war record. The figures are part of a larger pattern in which births have declined and deaths increased steadily for decades. Less noticed is another alarming figure that's been growing. According to the latest government statistics, the number of abandoned homes in Japan reached a record high of 8.5 million as of October 1st, 2018, up by 260,000 from five years earlier. As a proportion of total housing stock, abandoned homes reached 13.6%. Some areas have been hit harder than others. Saitama, north of Tokyo, and tropical Okinawa uh, had the lowest proportions of vacant homes, but the rate topped 20% in Yamanashi and Wakayama prefectures. Japan's educational ministry, meanwhile, has struggled with how to repurpose vacant school buildings. One became a building for curing meats, another an onsen, a hot spring spa. Little wonder Japan, long averse to immigration, is preparing to open its doors wider to foreigners to tackle a worker shortage, but even on that front, the numbers are coming up short. There simply aren't enough educators to teach the newcomers Japanese. So, yes, there is a perfect storm of demographic crunch that is taking place here in Japan, and I do have a front row seat to it, and... Uh, I don't know if that's part of what has motivated me in the past to uh, look at the population issue from the contrarian perspective of overpopulation. Oh, the world is coming to an end. Actually, all the demographic trends across the board point to the demographic crunch that is taking place not just in Japan, not just throughout the developed world, but almost uniformly throughout the entire world with uh, noticeable exceptions in Africa. But uh, population projections, for people who don't know, are expected to top out at nine, perhaps 10 billion, and then start declining. And uh, in fact, China has just reached its lowest birth rate in uh, recorded history. So uh, it's happening all across the board. If you want more I- uh, information along these lines and, and and a more in-depth analysis of it, I would really look at episode 339 of the Corbett Report, Meet Paul Ehrlich, Pseudoscience Charlatan. Um, which has an overview of the overpopulation myth and the hype, and then addresses uh, some of the specific um, cases in which the demographic crunch can be clearly seen. But this is actually, I mean, obviously something that's occurring right in front of my eyes in Japan, and I am watching it, and I do have a front row seat to it. And it's interesting that it... It's one of those topics that can be a little bit theoretical and out in the ether and, okay, there are fewer babies being born and more old people are dying. What does that mean? How how is that going to physically manifest in my reality? And we keep getting told about the economic effects of this and all of this. But actually, it's interesting that the really first time where I noticed it and I went, oh, there's something happening here, was on a completely uh, what would seem a tangential note. And I wrote about that in the International Forecaster Newsletter back in March of last year, where I wrote, this is what a demographic crunch looks like. And I said, uh, what comes to your mind when you hear the words demographic crunch? If you're like most of the general public, much of the general public, having been steeped their whole lives in propaganda, pimping the debunked notion of an overpopulation crisis, you probably even won't even know what the term demographic crunch means. But you, dear reader, are not part of the general public. You're part of that special fraction of the population that has seen my work on the real nature of the demographic crisis that the developed world is facing, namely underpopulation, and are already looking for the warning signs of this crisis. So let me put this question to you. What are the warning signs of an underpopulation crisis? What does a demographic crunch look like? And how will it start to manifest itself in our day-to-day lives? The answers to these questions may take you by surprise. They certainly surprised me. Allow me to explain. This column that you're reading right now, the Forecaster newsletter editorial, that I've been writing for eight years now is largely a product of caffeine. You see, for almost the entirety of the eight years, I've been writing this column every Friday night at a local cafe. That's right, while you were out partying it up for the weekend or spending some quality time with the family, I've been diligently tucking my family into bed and then heading out to the local cafe, sipping on coffee as I type away furiously on my laptop, often staying until closing time to get this column done in time for the International Forecaster publication deadline. But no more. It started out with my go-to cafe closing down for two months of renovations. No big loss. There's still plenty of other cafes to go to, right? Right. Well, the next most convenient cafe turned out to be closed as well, usually open until midnight. It now appeared to be shutting its doors at 10 p.m. 10 p.m.? How am I supposed to finish writing about the intricacies of the world of hidden history and conspiratorial geopolitics by 10 p.m.? Obviously that wouldn't do. So I tried the next nearest spot, one that similarly was open until midnight or used to be open until midnight, it had suddenly changed its closing time to 11 p.m. What was going on here? Was there some sort of intelligence agency plot afoot to make sure that I couldn't work on the newsletter newsletter late at night anymore? Well, not exactly. The answer came buried in a breaking news story that crossed the news feeds here in the land of the rising sun. Due to a labor shortage, 7-Eleven franchisees in Japan have petitioned the corporate head office for permission to break the firm's 24-hour operation mandate and close their stores at night. Earlier this month, the company relented, testing a shorter 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. day at uh, 10 of the corporate-run stores across the country. What exactly they're testing for is unclear, but this seemingly minor news story provides a window into a major demographic phenomenon. It isn't just 7-Eleven that's feeling the pinch of the current Japanese labor shortage. Other major convenience store chains, like Lawson and Family Mart, are also experimenting with shorter opening hours, as are McDonald's royal host and owner of several popular 24-hour restaurant chains in this country, and a number of other businesses, including, apparently, my local cafes. And then I go on in this editorial. I will put the link so you can go and read through, but I go on to talk about the um, the construction labor shortage, the tech labor shortage, uh, labor shortage at a 45-year high, uh, overall worker forecast to drop to half its current size by 2060, um, and then into the technocratic solutions that one might expect are propping up in Japan for these problems, like the robotic Buddhist priests and other things that I've referenced before. That <laughs> it just, it's just an interesting... Uh, sort of uh, segue into the technocratic world that's happening as a result of this demographic crunch phenomenon that um, I think is interesting. And it was interesting to me that the first time I really saw and felt this was in something seemingly innocuous and mundane. Oh, the cafe is closing earlier. And then, oh, I see it's related to this labor shortage. And oh, here's all these other stores that are being affected by it. And oh, this is happening here. And uh, and now, of course, I've noticed that in, uh, especially in the sort of family chain restaurant uh, here, uh, there, there's uh, mostly foreign workers now, which uh, certainly was not the case even 10 years ago, that was quite rare, but now it's mostly Chinese and Vietnamese and other foreign workers that are working in these places, which is, again, for Japan, extremely rare because of course Japan is a famously, almost completely ethnically homogenous population, um, but they are starting to open the doors to to more workers coming into the country. Uh, It's interesting. It's going to be, obviously, uh, as in the economic case with the record debt to GDP levels for the developed world, I think also with the demographic crunch, Japan is very much going to be a testbed for what this looks like and how this is going to affect and re-engineer society. And we've seen all sorts of crazy things happening already. You might have seen the giving away free homes in the countryside in Japan. Um, that uh, took place uh, in the last year or two. Uh, there was that that story made it uh, made its way around the internet at, at that time, and uh, that that qz.com story mentions the schools that the that are now vacant or becoming vacant that are changing over into meat shops and onsens and what have you. Uh, I, again, have personal experience with that in my previous incarnation here as an English teacher in Japan. uh, I did teach at some pretty rural schools, including one that was way out in the countryside. It was absolutely beautiful to go out there, but it was out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, it was a school that probably had been built within the last 30 years or so, 30, 40 years maybe. Um, And at the time that it was built, clearly did house a certain number of students. But by this point, it's dwindled down now that the rural population is shrinking out. It's dwindled down to, well, by the time I finished teaching several years ago, it was almost nothing. Uh, there was a combined first and second grade class that was a total of six students. Um, so it, the the countryside is emptying out and that is being felt and is um, demonstrable and obvious at this point. Uh, and as these types of articles point out, it's starting to affect other layers of the Japanese society uh, economically and culturally and otherwise. So it's going to be an interesting decade. This is, I think, definitely going to start becoming a major issue in the 2020s. It's been noted up to this point, but it's going to have start having profound impacts in the 2020s. And I'll be here on the front lines documenting it as it happens. So I'll let you know. Um, But I hope that goes some way towards answering your question. Yes, there is a demographic crunch that is happening, and it is starting to affect people's lives, and it is noticeable and demonstrable. And the government, not only in Japan, but elsewhere, is concerned about it. If you hadn't seen Putin's recent address uh, to the Russian uh, Federation, the Russian government, whatever, um, you should take a look at that, because he also mentions the demographic um, problems that Russia is facing and the various the government will step in to provide money and make it rain from heaven and provide for the the masses kind of nonsense that uh, government politicians always come in with. But again, this is a phenomenon that's being noted around the world. And uh, if it isn't affecting you personally yet, it will be at some point in the future. So anyway, uh, that will do it for today. I hope that gives some insight. I will leave the links to the uh, different resources that I've mentioned. I hope you'll check them out. Thank you for the question. Looking forward to answering another question next week.